dash beer bourbon and balder dash podcast. Mm. We should be listening to that. I have a feeling. I accidentally closed the page on that uh, survey thing you get, you sent me. Oh, so you don't even know? I did it, and I and I read my results, and then I somehow I closed the page. And there was a couple things on there, but I do remember one of them. Oh, just go to your text messages. It's still in there. Well, then I have to do it over again. All right, fine. I'll do it over again. Oh, yeah, you might have. Well, let's do it live. Okay. Welcome, everybody, to Beer, <laughs> Bourbon, and Balderdash. Ball, Balderdash? And Johnny's in the house. Johnny's in the house. In the hizzy. John is in the house. John is in the house. John, you're here in the flesh. That's twice in two weeks. In three weeks. Yeah, that's twice in three weeks. That's a record for 2023. Yeah, that was a <laughs> quick turnaround. 2023 has been uh, has been uh, Johnny on the Zoom. Yeah, it's been a bit nutty. I'm hoping that changes, but we'll see. Yeah, someday. Someday. Well, if, if is that an offline conversation? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> can't you don't want to tell anybody in case people are listening oh there's there's nothing in the works that would uh oh. significantly ch- i know hey if anyone has a job for johnny in c-town yeah. let or us know just send us satoshis yeah send us lots of satoshis I and we can both just retire three hundred thousand dollars a year in satoshis do it that is 48 billion <laughs> it might be satoshis <laughs> I wonder if there's a little thing in here. Satoshi, Satoshi. Is that like one-tenth of one-thousandth of a cent? It's something? like that, yeah. <laughs> oh, Satoshi to USD converter. Okay, so how many you want? 300,000. Okay, 300. Well, we have to double that because that way, Dan, I can also retire. Oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, So that is... Uh, 2,232,480,000 Satoshis. All right, we're almost there. Yeah. Or 22 Bitcoins. <laughs> Bitcoin's that high now? Yes. Oh, my gosh. I guess it does go up and down a lot. Yeah. Yep. Oh, gosh. Like me and my lady on a Friday night. So we're drinking <laughs> tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Johnny, what'd you bring for us? What I brought for us. <laughs> Awkward pausing. You're not supposed to talk about oh, having goodness. sex with your wife. I thought between that and saying fuck was the two things we're not supposed to say. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Dana. Sorry. Okay. So I uh, brought this back special with me from yes. the land of enchantment. Okay. That's not actually what they call it, but New England from Wormtown Brewing Company. Mm. Um, they are out of Worcester. Worcester. Worcester, Mass. Uh, Blizzard of 78 English-style brown ale. Ale with coffee beans Ooh, added. A brown ale? Yeah, I thought this could be really interesting. Oh, I love brown ales. Uh, I was looking at their website. I didn't realize this. They also have a location at Patriot Place, which is outside of Foxborough. Oh, Patriot Place. Yeah. like that name. So Blizzard of 78. The storm by which all storms are measured are winter offering... Pa- oh, this is so... Maybe that's why it was on the special shelf. Because <laughs> it's a wintry beer? Oh, this was made in last October. Oh. It's it's lived a life. That's fine. Uh, okay, blah blah blah. They had a big. Oh, they they had twenty seven inches of snow. <laughs> that's okay. That's blah blah blah. Okay. Actually, that's how they ended. <laughs> they said twenty seven inches of snow. And it's warm. Wormtown. Uh, Wormtown Brewery. Brewery. Wormtown Brewery. All yeah. Right. The, the end of the statement says through twenty seven inches of snow, or walking through twenty seven inches of snow uphill. Blah blah blah. They did not make that up. Unfiltered yeast sediment is normal. Brewed in small batches must be refrigerated. Oh, so you should shake it up before you open it. Yep, I already did. <laughs> I put it in the sun on the dashboard of the truck oh, good. On the way over just to make sure. <laughs> That's how you get that nice skunky flavor. Uh-huh. Right. We went to Logan. My dad and I went to Logan's Brewery today. Uh, he had some social security office stuff with my mom's um, death that he had to take care of. Uh, so I picked him up, and then I took him to uh, the social security office in B-Town, only for the security guards to say, this is a telephone appointment. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad kind of looked at me, and the guy's like, mm. 
well, now you guys can go uh, drink some whiskey or something. I said, that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> that's too funny. So I said, Dad, there's a brewery around here. We can wait till 2.30 for them to call you because they were going to call him at 2.30. He thought his appointment was at the actual office at 2.30. He's like, okay. So we're in Logan Brewery. Very good brewery. Fantastic beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been there. Yeah, it's good. Really, really good stuff. And they do a lot of they they do collaborations with like Two Bar. We've had their bourbon on the show. Um, and anyways, uh, this, so other local mead meaderies and stuff like that. They do collaborations. It's really good, yummy stuff. And uh, so the guy calls and is talking to my dad about you know mom's social security stuff and whatnot. And then asks, and we're on speaker so we could both listen to it. And we're inside the tap house. Mm-hmm. There, there's some people around, but it's kind of loud and no one can hear. Us, so dad's having a hard time. So they start asking him for his personal information, like a social security number. And he starts saying it on the speakerphone, like out loud in the place. He gave out his social security <laughs> number, his date of birth, his name, my mom's social security number, her date of birth, her name, where she died. And then, you know, he gave out his checking account number. And I'm like putting it on. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. And I put on mute and I was like, Dad, we should probably do this. He's like, no one's listening. I'm like, oh my God, Dad. He's like, well, I'm already halfway done. And I said, okay. It's <laughs> too funny. <laughs> but it was both for my sake. Anyways, I'm really excited about this. All right. I don't know where I was going with that story. Uh, let's well, see. You, how did it you're end? You're talking about the, then you went to the brewery. Or yeah. You were at the brewery. Yeah. Oh, and they drink. had a really good brown drink too. And your dad bought everybody's drinks. And he bought everyone's drinks and they shook his hands and he cried and they put them on their shoulders and they cheered Steven, Steven, and, and they walked us to our car that way. Yeah. And it was on King Five News. It was. They were there. Yeah. They were there. All right. Cheers. cheers. <laughs> yummy, yummy. Yeah. It's got that pretty traditional brown, brown mm-hmm. ale smell, a little malty. Not a lot of hops. Mm. Oh, that's chocolatey and smooth. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Not really tainted good. by the the heat or the um, age at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it tastes a little like a porter. It's mm. like it's like a lighter or a less dark flavored porter. There's no, no really coffee. Good. I can't taste a lot of coffee. I don't really taste a lot of coffee either. But that could be the the how the the uh, that sort of like. Like dark chocolate flavor. That could be how the coffee is coming out, especially when combined with the malt. Um, You can get some of those, some of those uh, coffee flavors in there or the chocolate flavors in there. Yeah. It's good. It is good. Nice job, Wormtown. Wormtown. Sorry, you're a Patriots fan. I wouldn't have bought it if I knew that. Patriots fan. Aren't those the guys in the khaki pants and the blue uh, shirts? That's the best way to fight a war. Make sure everyone can see you. Post the feds. (laughs) Yeah. Did you see the the FBI whistleblower today said the reason why the FBI took so long handing out the January 6 tapes is because they had their own agents dressed as insurrectionists inside the Capitol. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> Even my dad was like, I can't believe this. This is crazy. I didn't see that. I haven't watched the news in a couple days. Oh, that's why you're sane. I just, I just, I got, it's too much. Like I got too much other stuff going on and it's like just know, nonstop it have the bandwidth. And- to do any of that no 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 no. i just caught a glimpse of something online so i was like what so i read the article i'm like are you kidding me the blue shirts are coming the blue shirts are coming the blue shirts are coming all right well next on our list yeah uh, what are we doing for the other brown bourbon oh by the way as a quick side note um adam curry of no agenda fame and mtv fame he and his wonderful wife, Tina, have a podcast, and it's called Curry and the Keeper. Mm-hmm. And they talk about basically their relationship and their faith and all that stuff while drinking wine. And they talk about wine. Uh, I listen to the show. I donate to the show. You guys can donate to the show, too, just like you can donate here on Fountain FM. You can send us the Satoshis. You can boost. It's just hit the boost button as you're listening. And I asked them, I said, hey, would you guys be willing to taste a whiskey? That was finished in a wine cask. Mm-hmm. And they said, yes, absolutely. Of course. So I was going to send one to them as a donation. I'll let you know. Um, but I'm always plugging the show on their podcast as they go through their donations. So Sir West of Balderdash, a beer, bourbon, and Balderdash podcast. I love it. Yeah. And that's what you're going to hear at the beginning of this episode is Adam's little clip saying, oh, I should really listen to that show. <laughs> Yes, you yes, should. You should. <laughs> <laughs> but they're awesome people, and and I appreciate all the 
you know, they they like helping other podcasters and and, mm-hmm. and getting uh, promoting people and stuff like that. So they including themselves, it. yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, tonight we're gonna try something I've been hanging on to for a long time. So uh, full disclosure, I haven't bought too much whiskey in a while because I started stockpiling it for some reason as it for became a uh, for the end times for obsession. I got a lot for the end times. It better be long. Yeah, it'll last, it'll last a while. I mean, all you're going to want to do is sit around and drink. If shit goes south, just, yeah, I know. I'm just going to board up the doors and windows and yeah. drink myself silly. Keep my gun in my hand and mm-hmm. go, go, go. Pew, pew, um, pew, pew. Yeah, pew. Uh, so uh, I got this a while back while at Costco. So for those of you who might not know, in Washington State, Grocery stores and places like Costco where they sell food can also sell liquor. You don't have to go to a liquor store anymore, which is great for us. That beer's making me burpy. <laughs> so this is a one liter bottle of Kirkland Signature Small Batch. And we know Kirkland, they don't distill their own stuff or whatever. What they usually do is they tend to join forces with another company that's mm-hmm. already making stuff. And then they slap their Kirkland Signature on it. And that's what this is. This is by Barton 1792. 1792 is a fantastic bourbon, also made in Kentucky. Uh, they have really cool bottles and little gold uh, tops, corkscrews. Mm-hmm. So they're not hard to uh, miss. And uh, this is uh, their small batch. So this is batch 1124. Uh, it's 46%. And proof is 92. You saw me open up this bottle, so I have yet to have it. It's very um, exciting. Yep. So this is distilled and bottled by Barton in Bardstown, Kentucky. I think people do generally know, like, uh, Costco's got a reputation for their alcohol. They're branded, their yeah. Kirkland branded alcohol being pretty good. Yep. Like, you hear about their vodka all the time. Oh, yeah. And everyone thinks it's Grey Goose, and Grey Goose says it's not. Yeah. Well, actually, Grey Goose is everything. I think 60 Minutes or Sunday Morning did a whole expose on Grey Goose. And it's basically the same vodka as like 10 other companies. Mm. But they claim that it's not. So, But someone did some independent testing. It was like the same like, exact vodka. So they did a, they did a, um, I a blind taste sometime. test. And the Kirkland vodka beat the Grey Goose vodka. <laughs> People liked it better. <laughs> I, I wonder about that. I wonder mm. if they were just kind of like, no, fuck Grey Goose. I'm just going to make this. We're going to say that Kirkland is best. I don't know. I All don't right. know. So let's smell it. Small batch. Small batch for a big company. For a bit. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I get nutty, oaky, spicy. Not like spicy like hot, but like spices. It almost has a little bit of a bubblegum. Oh, yeah, it does. Note. Yeah. Like shitty bubblegum. Yeah. We did this early in the podcast. Where our noses, for some reason, are tuned into like circus peanuts. Yeah. Like the candy, <laughs> foamy candy. That's right. And uh, <laughs> nutty things. I don't know. We're tuned into that for some reason. Yeah. Other people are like oak and wheat and, mm-hmm. and corn, and we're like circus peanuts. This was bubble gum. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's too funny. It's like fat kid stuff. Yeah, it is. That kid this stuff. tastes like. Or this smells like Rocky Road. <laughs> oh, like the candy Rocky Road. That stuff was nasty. Oh, all right. Got that. Hmm. Oh, wow. Super smooth. Yeah. It's got the rye in there. So you get the chocolate. It's like very little alcohol burn in the mouth, and then you feel it later. Yeah. Fruity, nice. too. There's a little fruit in there, too. Yeah. It's nice. Like an apricotty. Yeah. I think at one one point we talked about runts. Yeah, we did. It's runts. Starburst. Those things broke your teeth. <laughs> you can catch that terrible. banana just on that oh, little octagon yeah. corner, just right. Oh. Chip your feeling right out. Terrible candies. That's why they were everywhere. Because mm. nobody ate them. Yeah. Except me. Mm. <laughs> I ate that stuff. <laughs> I what was scared. What was your favorite candy when you were growing up? Um oh, what was it? Uh I guess I would say I love three musketeers. I liked um I wasn't a big Snickers fan. I liked Milky Ways. I guess I like nougat and caramel. Who doesn't like a Twix? <laughs> Kit Kats? Oh, my God. I'm so fat. <laughs> I feel like I just gained 10 pounds just describing candy. Now I just want candy. Now I want Necco wafers. Necco wafers. Mm-hmm. Remember those? Mm-hmm. What, other, what other stupid candies did I eat all the time? I don't know, dude. 
Uh, what about I, you? I think my favorite was uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I like the little ones. I like that ratio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I actually, the peanut butter they use in it is, I think it's just a little extra salty or something. I don't know, whatever it is, I really like the peanut butter. And so I would peel the chocolate off the outside and eat that and then eat the peanut butter separate. Oh, which is like like an Oreo. Yeah, kind of like I just want I I didn't like the ratio of chocolate to peanut butter. I wanted more chocolate, less peanut or more peanut, peanut butter, butter less, chocolate. less chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Do you ever have pinwheels? Do you remember pinwheels? They were the marshmallow cookie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm. <laughs> what about snowballs? Yes. The big snowballs. Big, big you know what? Something that we used Actually, to Actually, you know what? Fruit pies. Fruit pies. Oh, I didn't Hostess like the fruit, fruit pies. I didn't like the fruit pies. Oh my sweet. god. They always made me sick. No, I loved them. I mean, it had it had a layer of of sugar <laughs> encrusted on the outside. That's how you keep it fresh. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, sugar wax, sugar wax. <laughs> That's um, awesome. At Christmas time, my mom would um, she would like make our our stockings look fuller by putting uh, peanuts, unshelled peanuts, salted oh, peanuts, yeah. and orange slices. The yeah. like. They're shaped like an orange slice, but it's just like gummy orange. Oh, I love those. And they're covered in sugar. Yeah. Yeah, so she would put those in our stocking with other candy and whatnot. And then whatever was left would always go in a big bowl, and it was all mixed up together with the peanuts and the orange slices. And to this day, those orange slices don't taste right if they're not covered in peanut salt. Oh. Like the combination is oh, just something I grew up with and I love. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like anytime I get them, I have one. And So it they were taste. unpacaged gummy yeah. oranges. Unpacaged. Just dumped right in there. <laughs> Oh yeah. Hope that sock's clean. Yeah. Well, no. Then we never clean socks. <laughs> no one cleans a Christmas no. sock. Just hangs there for a while. And, you know, if the chocolate's stuck to the bottom, box. you're just like, oh, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's gotta be the dirtiest thing you can put up at Christmas is the stocking. Yeah. Or grandma. <laughs> Sorry, grandma. Sorry, grandma. <laughs> Oh Anyways, gosh. what'd you think of this? Uh, I think it's pretty good. Yep. Yeah. I uh, especially bang for your buck. That's a good way to go. Yeah, it was like uh, thirty bucks uh, at Costco. Uh, it says this is enjoyably smooth with notes of oak and rye spice. I got that. Accented by vanilla. That's without saying on a bourbon and caramel. I never really catch a full caramel mm, on I most bourbons. I don't either. Uh, these notes grow and meld together, ending in a sweet, lingering finish. Maybe maybe we just taste caramel different, because to me it's really that's a very sweet flavor. That yeah, it's like burnt sugar. It is. You know what it would help? Uh, they sell a taste or like a smell kit for whiskey and bourbon, especially mm-hmm. if you're doing like sommelier stuff. And that would be interesting to to do on the podcast is actually smell these things and then smell a. Regular old bourbon, an old forester, or a four roses, or something like that, and try to catch, or a buffalo trace, and try to catch all the things that they say, and see if they actually match up to what's in the little smell bottles. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. We should try that sometime. Awesome. Yeah. So not 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 too bad there, Bartons. I like seventeen ninety two. I like a big one liter for thirty bucks at mm-hmm. your Costco. It's not too shabby. I've had other stuff from Kirkland Signature, including their eighteen year old. Uh, scotch finished in sherry, and uh, I try to compare that to um, like a McKellen 18. Can't do that, Mm-mm. it's not the same. Um, and it's made by like Alexandra and Company. It's 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 almost like the M- MPG of of scotch, I feel like, because they're they're like they make a lot of these kind of like collaboration brands or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> mm. Hmm. It does have like a lingering peanut flavor. Yeah. It's yeah. nice. I like it. Yeah, I do too. If I had a little peanut butter cup right now, that would be just right. <laughs> Sorry, there's there's none of that in this house. Nope. None of it. Uh, I was not able to go on the last abs in the six pack. Uh, Dana had to have another surgery. so But you should listen to it. And if anyone's interested in uh, controversial parts of the Oklahoma City bombing, uh, it was with uh, Sir Seat Sitter and Crutchet from uh, OBDM. And uh, it was, uh, I thought they did a really good job. It's a really good production. Sir Seat Sitter does a great job on his production side. But I'm going to try next Tuesday to be on part two. And uh, we'll see how that goes. And then uh, you'll be out. Of, you'll be in Chelan oh, all next week. Yeah. Okay. 
So I may or may not have a guest next week then. I made a mistake and I didn't bring my recording stuff with me. Are you going to try to do it from the mountain? I was thinking about it. Our oh, service up there pretty. Uh, that would have been interesting. Pretty weak. Oh yeah, we'd have to go into town. Yeah. But I could do it from one least, of the breweries, breweries or something like that. Yeah, yeah but you breweries. forgot it. Yeah, that sucks. Oh well, I might oh. have enough backup equipment at home that I can make it happen. Well, let me know. Yeah. Oh, you do have some stuff at home. Yeah, if I remember correctly. I do I do? Well, and Tate has stuff too, so I could always borrow if I needed to. All right, so uh, our topic tonight. So I was, I'm trying to help Nathan get a job. He needs a job. Uh, you know what I appreciated about Tate is that even though the kids had like a million jobs, at least he always has a job. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> he's like he's a he's kind of a weirdo because he, like, he doesn't actually care so much about the job. He does like money, mm-hmm. and he realizes like he's like he's not satisfied without it. It's <laughs> just kind of so he's like, how do I get money? I'm just going to go find a job. I yeah. don't care what it is. I just want to go do something. He's getting a little more picky about what he does now, which I think is good. Because before he would just take anything. And well, sometimes that's like, what you do, right? You yeah, work a bunch like of jobs. Figuring out and, yeah, what you're going to do. I don't want to do um, food service anymore. And I do think he's starting to realize how shitty entry-level jobs can be long-term. Like, you really want to work at the snack bar at the movie theater until you're 50? Yeah. Like, that's you don't want to be that. <laughs> so you want to manage the movie theater too? Yeah. Like, dying industry. Yeah. Like just, I don't know. So I think, so that's what he's doing now. He's working at, I think it's the AMC and he loves it. And it's a perfect job for a 19 year old. Sure. You know, he gets all the popcorn he wants. He gets a bunch of movie tickets yeah, every month. Movie tickets, you know? yeah. So, and so he enjoys it and he interacts with a lot of people. So I think he thinks it's fun. And, yeah. uh, and so I encourage that. Like those are the kind of jobs at that age you should try to have. Yeah. Well, so I, I was trying to, you know, tell Nathan, because our conversations are kind of like, he's like, I don't, and he's a lot like I am. So he's, he's like, I don't know what I want to do. And so, because I don't know what I want to do, I don't know what I should go apply for. And because I don't know what I apply for, I, I don't apply, you know? And, and so I'm like, you don't have to figure it out right now. Like you just go get jobs. Go do things. Yeah. And you have to get out of the house. You have to be moving. You meet people. You can network. You can find out what you like. Maybe you mm-hmm. don't like this department. You like that department. And then you figure out why you like that department and what else is there that's like this. And, and you work it out. So I also sent him uh, some uh, not aptitude tests, but career tests. Yeah. Like, what are you suited for? And I remember, I don't know if they did this in your high school, but at West Seattle High School, they had the military. Of course, the military came in and mm-hmm. they gave people career tests. Yep. The ASVAB. Yeah, yeah, the ASVAB, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you had to figure out, and you're like, wow, this is cool because you got out of class. Wow, and, I should be a gym teacher. <laughs> yeah, those kind of things. I, I wonder what they were looking for, though. You'd be suited for the Marines, son. Well, I took the ASVAB, like I actually took it. Not, I did take it in high school. I mm-hmm. think, actually, I don't think I ever actually did that because at that point I wasn't going to join. But then I was like, I want to be a fighter pilot. That sounds awesome. So I went to um, wherever the recruiter's office was, took the ASVAB. And so depending on how you do, they they can place you in different positions. Like if your aptitudes are a certain way, they're like, you should be in, you should be a pilot. You should be an officer. You should you know, be cleaning toilets, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it's a way of kind of weeding people out. Uh, okay. And I apparently aced it. And they're like, you can do whatever you want. What do you want to do? Oh, you didn't take a military job? <clears throat> well, I walked in there. Well, I said, I want to be a fighter pilot. That's, I want to be on the, on the, sh- is that a thing? Can I be like on the short list of, to be a fighter pilot? And they're like, yeah. You can go to officer school. You do your basic training, go straight to officer school based on your grades and your scores. You can do that. So then I go down to the Marines office. I decided the Marines was where it was going to be. Walk in the door and I get this look like, how tall are you? Oh, five, six. I'm like, "Mm, how do you feel about cargo planes? (laughs) I'm like, nope, I wanted to fly jets. (laughs) So then I left. I was like, not signing up. I wanted to do one thing, one very specific thing. They they only make. Tall people jets. So the the um, the way they explained it to me was that the cockpits are designed around a very specific size of person. So oh. the range of height oh. that you have to oh, be, that's so some that discrimination so right like there, everything lines up just right. Yeah, like you can't be too tall and you can't be too short. I'm clearly too tall, so they wouldn't. They were like, yeah. <laughs> they're like, you couldn't, you couldn't do it. They wouldn't let me put a phone book under my seat. <laughs> so. The, Put blocks on the pedals. Yeah, well, you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't touch the pedals if you had the phone book. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you got to look over the the windshield. Yeah, so I. I How do really, planes work? Even I, I don't. I have no, it's magic. <laughs> it's all just magic. But yeah, so I couldn't. I couldn't do it. And if I think if they had said like, well, what about like flying Apaches? 
Well, that'd be kind of cool. That might actually be more cool. Yeah. But you, you could play uh, Red Door or something while yeah. you're it's, instead flying of it, around. Yeah. Burr, be burr, burr. <laughs> Just, what is what was that show? Like the CCR song. What's that CCR song? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, that red the one that they blue. play in every Vietnam. Yeah, exactly. Show or movie. <laughs> yeah. Or Flight of the Bumblebees or Valkyries. <laughs> Valkyries. Bumblebees. Flight of the Bumblebees. I don't know. <laughs> That's the bumblebees. What's the what? No, 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 no. I think I would play the. What was the? What was the TV show in the eighties with the helicopters? Silverhawks? No, that was a different thing. Night. It was like a Night Rider kind of show. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't know what it was. That was so funny. Well, if a listener hears this and remember what it is, eighties. Uh, helicopter. We'll do it live. Yeah, sure. Helicopter TV show. Helicopter shows in the eighties. <laughs> There's many of them. Airwolf. Airwolf. That's the one. <laughs> There's also Riptide. Oh, I didn't know that one. Yeah, and Blue Thunder. Uh, so did the helicopters were big in the eighties. Yeah. Right. Magnum PI. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had that cool like brown, red, brown, orange, and yellow one. Yeah, that style of helicopter is really cheap. Oh, is and it? very popular because mm. they're really reliable. They're pretty easy to put. Like you can buy them as kits and build them yourself. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So we should get one. We could make a, we could put a helipad on your garage. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to take down some things. Yeah. Oh, that's some airwolf right there. I we just play this nonstop. We should. be our opening music for now on this airwolf <laughs> <laughs> well i tried to take an asvab practice test did did you get nate to take any of these things uh i sent it to him i don't he didn't he didn't i don't think he bothered mm. yeah I, I don't i don't we won't get into that one but um i tried to just now click on take a asvab practice test and it wants me to enter my email address in my zip code mm-hmm. and, and you're doing that and shit. your date of birth you're supposed to, are you registered for the selective service? No, or have you ever been in service? They're, trying, what they they're, they're trying to get you. Yep, I ain't clicking on that. So that sucks. I have to log, but I'll get a $50,000 signing bonus if I do. Mm-hmm. But you won't make enough to live without food stamps. So I have $50,000. Yeah, that you're going to blow on a Mercedes. <laughs> or a big pickup, actually. Be a big pickup with an American flag yeah. in the back window and an eagle on the tailgate. Hey, there you can get up to fifty thousand dollars in enlistment, a new two-year enlistment option, and up to forty thousand dollars in quick ship bonuses, whatever that means. Oh, that's like like Amazon Prime. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. We're you, too old. They won't take us. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, they, they will. T- they will when <laughs> when the shit hits the fan, they think will. So? Oh yeah, they'll take us. Oh no. They'll it'll be everybody. Well, they'll run through all the children It'll first. Just be cannon fodder. And then they'll run through the old the olds. Uh, maybe they should put the olds out first. That makes sense, but I don't think they will. No. I we'll don't see. just all the people with all their guns. Like bring your own it it could be a BYOG situation. Well, how old was uh Tom Hanks character in Shaving Ryan's Privates that uh uh Wasn't know. he like in his thirties or forties? Yeah, he was in his thirties. He was a school teacher. Yeah. And they were like, hey. And he had like Parkinson's or yeah, something. Yeah, hold a gun. Yeah, here you go. Can you hold a gun? <laughs> and now now manage these men. Now go save Ryan's private. <laughs> shave them. <laughs> Shaving them. <laughs> so ridiculous. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. I, I recently saw on Apple TV, they have the new documentary on Michael J. Fox called Still. Yeah. I miss that dude. I do too. He's so good. Like I was watching it and I turned to Dana and I was like, this is like talking to a friend I haven't seen in a couple of years. Like. I grew up loving this guy. Mm-hmm. I, I watched everything he did. I thought he was funny. And even now, you're like, I want to be this dude's friend. Mm-hmm. He's just tough as nails. And yep. funny. He's still funny. Mm-hmm. Like, super positive, yeah. considering, yeah. like, some of the shit he's had to deal with yeah. with his health over the last years. He's still, like, very positive every time he get a chance to talk, uh, to talk to somebody or yeah. when people meet him. He's always super nice. I hope I'm that gracious when I'm old and people care less about me. Yeah, me too. Well, it... I also forgot how many movies he was still in in the 90s. Oh, yeah. You know, and and I mean, he did Frighteners. 
Do you remember Frighteners? He was a guy who could see that. ghosts and he was helping them solve like a death. I don't think I ever saw that one. That was a um uh who did uh Lord of the Rings again? Uh Peter Jackson. That was a Peter Jackson movie. Hmm. I know. I thought it was a Zemeckis movie or whatever, because he's always into the CGI stuff and whatever early. Yeah. I don't know. I never saw it, so I can't Robert comment. Zemeckis. Yeah. It'd be a good one to watch if what anyone's about, interested. What about Teen Wolf? I love Teen Wolf. Nathan and I just watched it the other day. Oh, it held awesome. up. Yeah, still, it, and the way still good. yeah, the way Michael J. Fox described it, he shot that before Back to the Future, mm-hmm. and he said it was some B movie mm-hmm. that they wanted me to make, and it's like whatever. Yeah, and he said he wasn't he wasn't expecting it, and then uh, he got the role for Back to the Future, um, and he only got the role if he promised to still do Family Ties. So he had, mm-hmm. I mean, he was working his ass off during that time trying to make these films and uh, he said back to the future came out and it he wasn't expecting it to be what it was that movie's so good and it blew up and then after that it was teen wolf Mm -hmm. and of course because back to the future success teen wolf was popular yeah if it it i think it was the other way around i I think it would have it's like they accidentally got a superstar in a role that was yes in like a b-list movie that's it right there Yeah. yeah so it's pretty awesome yeah uh, anyways, since we went down that rabbit hole, we'll come back. Uh, so I sent you this thing for Truity. Uh-huh. And Truity had a bunch of different personality tests, career tests, and stuff like that. And uh, we, I, I just focused on the career one. Um, I bet you if I took this 10 years ago, it would be completely different. Yeah, it's probably true. And and so I think right now it's um, just where my mind is, especially this week. I took it this week. I didn't have the best work week. Um, I got questioned on how hard I work, uh, because they just don't know because they do their own thing. And then when something big starts happening and they feel under pressure, then they start coming after me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I just, I, I sometimes have conflicts on how I have one coworker and the way he talks to me about things. And so it frustrated me to the point where I'm like, I'm starting to look for other jobs. Uh, and I don't care if they listen to this cause I don't think they do, but mm-hmm. if they do now they know why I've been looking for other jobs. Uh, so I decided to take this as well and you had mentioned it mm-hmm. and I thought, Oh, well, this is kind of good timing. Cause I'm a yeah. little pissed off at my job. Uh, so <clears throat> as I was taking it, I was like, I, I can see how easily bent I am on, you know, I know where this is going. Uh, for me, it was anything financial. No. Like, what? would you like to do accounting work? No. no. Do you want to check tax returns for no people like actually want, I don't think anyone <clears throat> wants to do that. <laughs> Well, I mean, unless it's they got the so, degree. So in, yeah, but that's different than like like desire and like mm. this is a job that I can do well because I have the degree is, is a different thing. Like I don't think anyone goes to college thinking, you know what's really fun? Tax returns. <laughs> like, dude. Super fun. Nothing gets me moist <laughs> than tax returns. Just clip that out. Nothing gets me moist. <laughs> Nothing gets me moist. You left a nice pause at the end <laughs> where it can be interpreted in a lot of ways. I don't get moist. Nope. (laughs) Okay, so on the test, I got an 82 on building. So physical skills and using tools and working outdoors. (laughs) I got an eight on thinking. (laughs) You don't want to do jobs where you think. Uh, They involve theory, research, and intellectual inquiry. Mm. Thinkers like working with ideas and concepts. Um, I don't want to be a scientist. I don't want to work in tech, and I don't want to be. I've been a teacher before, and I don't necessarily want to go back to that. Uh, creating, I got one hundred percent, which made sense. Is that are those numbers all the way at the bottom of the? Oh, there it is. It's okay. your career interest profile. Got it. Uh, so creating, I got one hundred. Helping, I got forty-five. Persuading, I got forty-four. Mm-hmm. And organizing, I got zero. I don't want to organize. Mm. I don't want to manage your data, your information, or your processes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do any of those things. Find someone else. Uh, so for careers, um, <laughs> my top career matches were um, fashion designer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, design Could you imagine? Belts. Could you imagine me designing fashion? I can. That'd be awful. I think it'd be great. It'd be bland. It'd be practical. This is gray. It would be too practical. <laughs> it would be. I wear a lot of grays and browns, and and I wear lots of neutrals. They're pants. Okay. 
Uh, number two, their pants. We're going to cut that one out. I'm going to play that every now. Their pants. Uh, industrial designer. Uh, they develop concepts for manufactured products such as cars, home appliances, toys. Oh, a toy designer would be hella fun. That's uh, kind of fun. You they, can move to Providence. That's where Hasbro's located. Oh, really? Yeah, my friend Debbie's trying to get me to apply for a job there. Oh, does she not know that you want to move back here? Uh, she does not want me to move back oh. here. <laughs> she wants well, me to too stay bad, there. Debbie. It's coming home. Stop being such a downer. <laughs> Debbie's <laughs> great, by the way. <laughs> Debbie, I have that. <laughs> A lot of wobble in that one. It's like like they got the the plunger on the end. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they do. The mute. Mm -hmm. Uh, They combine art, business, and engineering to make products that people use every day. Uh, They consider function, aesthetics, production costs, usability of products when developing new product concepts. Uh, A drafter. Mm. Uh, Convert the designs of architects and engineers and technical drawings. That That never sounded awesome to me, to sit there with a ruler and know with a piece of with like a pencil and trying to draft I, I look at i look at blueprints all the time for my job and i'm like who is sitting at a computer at a desk drawing this shit out interns yeah because i'm like this is a mess so it it would be like in this case this is a very specific um situation that you should know like what architects do versus what their underlings do like most architects don't spend a lot of time with cad drawings and doing that level of detail that's left to somebody else, the boring parts, the the uh, people who run the architect's firms who are usually designing the overall concept. Sure. But then when it comes to like like uh, wall cross sections and details, that's like a team of other people. Like that boring stuff gets done by somebody else. The fun stuff is like you have to work your way into it to be the yeah. one that actually gets well, to Well, that's anything, right? Also, so. You have to work your way. Yep. <clears throat> uh, and then craft or fine artist, pottery, glassware, textiles, not interested. Uh, but creating original works of art for sale and exhibition. Um, I do lots of nudes, mostly mm-hmm. of myself. I yeah. can sell those. Mm-hmm. I think everyone wants to see this girth. They do. <laughs> you and all of your glory. All my glory. All of it. So if I do it in black and white, no one knows how pasty I am. If if you started doing nudes, would you shave your swimming sweater? No, no. That's part of the beauty. That's just man in his natural it's, state. It's not man. 1976. Just man in his natural state. No, I want the full afro. Mm. I want the afro in the back. I want back beard. The whole thing's got to show. It's my it's my <laughs> tramp stamp. This is a my back beard is my tramp stamp. I th- I think we should get back to careers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we should we have a calendar? We should. Yeah. Yeah. With us drinking things. Yeah. Well, it's just different. Yes. Uh, it's like the the drink by different naked parts of our body. Mm-hmm. Like they cover it. And then we could like pitch it as like four percent of proceeds go to charity. Yep. And the yep. other ninety four ninety six percent go to us. Yeah. Well, it's our it's our cock and balls. That's right. So you, you want to see my nipple? You got to pay. <laughs> uh, I could be a jeweler or a precious stone and metal worker. That'd be kind of fun. Nope. That's too like I couldn't do it. I, my hands are not built for that. Yep. It's too uh, too small. I watched a lady up the street who made <clears throat> Dana her rings, and she's amazing. And I, I don't think I could do that. I could be a dancer or choreography. Choreo- no. Lead dancer or backup dancer? Uh, Yeah, I'm really more of a backup dancer. Are you a Paula Abdul or are you a baby shark? Oh, I'm a baby shark for sure. Okay, so give you give you a costume and nobody can see your face. Yeah. You have to do oh, that would be best. <laughs> uh, photographer. Be best. Oh, that showed up on there. I know. And I would love to. There's not a lot of money in photography, but I guess if it's the thing that you want to do. Yeah, but you kind of like, I feel like most photographers have to do other things. Oh, they have to work their ass off. Like they have to yeah. book tons of wedding shoots and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, um, unless you get it like a gig as a fashion photographer or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Or working for a newspaper or yep. um, Bill, who um, owns Machine House Brewing Company. His, I think they're married now. His wife, I don't don't quote me on that. I, I don't. I didn't get an invite, so fuck off, Bill. <laughs> Why would he invite me? <laughs> uh, she. Bill didn't if, invite you. No, dude. No. Does he not know you? Not that well. Does he not know how awesome you are? <clears throat> I am the life of the party. You are. He heard that I take my pants off, though. I yes. don't think he would like that. No, I think that's exactly what he wants at a wedding. If I take my pants off, it makes all the other men feel better about themselves. 
Well, that's why they want it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, John's <laughs> awesome. And look at that thing. <laughs> I don't feel so bad now. I'm a grower, not a shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but You're his, saying. She, um, she, I don't know if she still does it, but she was a photographer for the Seahawks. So she would be like oh. on the sidelines taking images. So a lot of those like photos that you see in there, marketing and merchandising and on the website or like in newspapers and whatnot, she takes a lot of those. So That's awesome. She thought it was a great gig. So she would travel with the team sometimes. Yeah. She'd be there during practices. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it's like constant taking pictures to document everything that's going on. And she really liked it. So. Well, I knew the photographer for the Seattle Mariners. Uh, he actually taught at the uh, school that I taught at as well for uh, a lot of years. And I remember what the best advice he gave me was I can teach any one of these kids all the technical things about a camera and taking a, fi- a picture. He's like, I cannot teach them to have the eye for mm-hmm. photography. He goes, so that's what I'm looking for. I'm mm-hmm. looking for the kid. All these kids will pass because they're working hard. Yeah. But I'm looking for the one kid that sees the thing a little differently mm-hmm. than everyone else that makes it fascinating to look at what yeah. they what they shot. We had this guy in high school, Ted, this old guy who was a photographer, and he was retired. He was just he would show up to all of the sporting events for the high school and take tons of pictures. Um, and then he would develop them himself and they were like like 10 by 12 pictures that he would develop big ones. And then he would just bring them back to the school and drop them off. And he would, the people he knew, he tried to pay attention to who the athletes were and he would put people's names on them and get them to the person he was taking the picture of. So I have, a ton, awesome. I have a ton of these great big pictures from like wrestling and football and basketball yeah. that he just took. And like, just because he loved doing it, he was just, I'm sure he kept some of the, like the best ones that he had. Yeah. But like after they're developed, what else are you going to do? The kids with them? he diddled. Yeah, probably. <laughs> No, Ted was awesome. He was wow. a, he was like he was a good guy. Look at the position he's in that unitard. He really did like wrestling a lot. <laughs> I think he's dead now. <laughs> what a segue. Uh the last two here are model. Mortician. Which oh, we yeah. already discussed. And uh floral designer, which I don't think I'd be awesome at that. I think I could only be a no, I couldn't be a hand model. Never mind if I could. Oh, I definitely could not be a hand model. It'd have to be a butt model. I'd have to fill in for Seth Rogen's butt or something. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you. His butt's probably a lot more fit than your butt. I doubtful. <laughs> you don't think so? No. Maybe. Uh, who's that other uh, actor that's uh, kind of chubby and white? He was in Don't Look Up as the Vice President. You ever seen that movie? Yeah. Oh, uh, Jonah Hill. Yeah, I can be Jonah Hill's butt double. Mm. Would that work? Yeah, sure. I imagine his is a lot flatter than mine. I do squats. I don't know. I don't look at a lot of men's butts. I, I, I work out. Touched it. <laughs> All right. What'd you get? Uh oh. Okay. <clears throat> so I, I wish there was more. Like I know. when it when it says creative, I think that needs like I got a three on creative, but I I think I'm pretty creative generally. Yeah. But the questions that we're asking are, are like, do you want to design a billboard or a magazine cover or illustrate a children's book? Yes. Yes. No, I don't want to do that. But like if they lumped like, do you want to build furniture or do you like working with wood or Mm -hmm. like building things like that? Like that's creative. It just is not their version of creative. Uh, And no, I don't want to paint because I'm bad at it. Oh, I love painting. I like, like you, you mentioned ceramics. I actually really like ceramics. That's one that I was always really good at and I really enjoy. Uh, is I, that because of Patrick Swayze? <clears throat> yeah, I like it. He he touched me once. Yeah, while you were doing the pottery. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, but his name wasn't Patrick. <laughs> it was uh, the photographer. In That's right. It was Ted. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like on the sidelines of a football game. It was so weird, yeah. but whatever. He's I, like, come over here and I, sit in my lap. I still have that mug. Touch my clay. <laughs> Touch my clay. Uh, so my highest ones were building. Mm-hmm. And persuading, that which is sense. not a surprise. No, nope. uh, they got a uh, hundred, a hundred on persuading. Yeah, that's like oh. my number one thing. So I'll give you one guess as to what you think they gave me as a career option. Some sales job. Nope. Think about jobs where you're persuading people. Politician. I mean, sales is. Oh, that's good too. Nope. I'll give you three <laughs> guesses. One more guess. And it's uh, uh, not nope. sales. Nobody likes them, but everybody not- needs them at some point. Not uh, nobody likes them, but you need them at some There's point. So many jokes, police about officer. This. There's so many jokes about this career. Oh, I don't know. Lawyer, lawyer. Yeah, that's it. Lawyer. 
I actually thought about like, I think I might actually really enjoy being a lawyer, especially after some of the things that I went through um, where I needed a lawyer and like looking like a lawyer's job is almost entirely looking for loopholes or ways to yeah. like convince people that they're right. Yep. Whether you're a prosecutor or a defense attorney. And I find that really fascinating. Like reading the language, interpreting the language, and then whatever. The, it's all about the spin. It's a sales job, essentially. Actually, here's a fun tip. If anyone <clears throat> wants to learn a second language, the law should be the second language that you learn. No shit. Because uh, the master never wants the slave to know how to read or write the same language. Mm -hmm. And lawyers have a master's language mm -hmm. in which they know something that you don't, which is why you need them. But if you knew the same language, then you would be able to communicate as a master would. Have you ever read some of the legalese stuff when you're like, what the fuck is this even saying? Like, I consider myself a relatively intelligent human being. Oh, yeah, it's all over my and head. And there's sometimes when I'm like, I don't even know, like, is this good or bad? Am, am I breaking the law? Is this am even I not? a word? I don't even know. What are they talking about? Are they about? making up shit now? Why are we doing laws in Latin? Yes, still. What the fuck? Yeah. Stupid. Sorry. And aren't there laws now that they have to make it simpler? <clears throat> yeah, but you can't understand the laws <laughs> <laughs> to, to enforce it, so. <laughs> All right, what else did you get? Uh, well, so those two were my biggest one. Created was was like basically zero. Or I don't want to organize. And and I have to say, even though I know you want to go into management type work, you are a phenomenal salesperson. Actually, and I got you're also really thing. good at building too. At the other day at work, my friend Jen uh, or my coworker Jen, she's a friend too. She just like John. I feel like you could just sell anything, and I was like. Oh, did you tell her I'm running away from that? Well, I instead was, of leaning into it, it's like it's funny you say that because I spent a lot of years <laughs> in my career. Like, I don't think she thinks I'm as old as I am. Mm -hmm. I don't I'd like. She's a kid, <laughs> and she thinks you're like what? I like 15. No, she probably thinks I'm like mid 30s. Oh, Top, really? Well, that's good. Like, God, I would love to be someone to say you look like you're in your 30s. Yeah, or like you act like you're like in your when 30s. I told her that I was in sales for like 15 years or whatever. She kind of has this look on this face like. Well, her response was, but were you at Amazon for a long time? Three years. That's not a long time. But for her, as a 16-year-old, three yes. years is a long time. It's an eternity. Yeah. Uh, so create. I was a little, I don't know, creating, no creating, helping. I was surprised that helping was so low. But the questions they asked was like, do you want to help disabled kids learn to play games? No. No, but the helping was more about career rather than who you are. <clears throat> Mm. Is that like in, in your personal life? Yeah. Like I bet you if you took a personality quiz, that would come up. Like it would be helpful would be one of your things. Yeah. Well, yeah. But it there there were some of the questions that I said absolutely on, like um talking to people that have similar challenges to me, like depression. Yeah. Or like um Helen and I talk to our friends all the time about relationship stuff because we've gone through a lot of the challenges. Uh, much like you and Dana have, and so you have a lot of insight, and yeah. you've like actually worked through it instead of giving up. Um, or uh, I don't want to say giving up because that not giving up in the sense of divorce, but you just <laughs> yeah. stop trying. Yeah, that implies that that people just quit on it, and that some, some people are just not meant to be together, and that's fine. That's not the judgment I'm trying to make. So I apologize if I offended anybody. Actually, stop. I didn't apologize. Um, no one cares. No, but I do like helping people, and so like Helen is the same way. Like I, I help. I like. I really enjoy when people, I don't know, I don't, I'm trying to say this in a way that's not, but I really enjoy it when people struggle and I can help them. <laughs> I know it sounds terrible. I sit like, around all day and twiddle my thumbs and just go, God, I just wish someone would just, just lose it. No, no kidding. Exactly. I wish they'd call me and just say, this bitch, I'll be right over. I'll be right <laughs> over. I can't wait to help you. But it's like <laughs> I know it sounds terrible, but like I have a no, couple, I understand. I have a couple saying. mentees at work that I I work with or that I that I um spend time with and help coach, and when they come to me with these challenges, like I I really appreciate it because they're the things that I wish I had somebody talking to me about when I was twenty two years old, trying to figure my shit out. Like the deep breath moments, like it's gonna be okay. Here's how you approach the situation in a way that both gets across what you want, but also you don't sound like an asshole. Yep. There's a balance. I think we need people like that. <clears throat> yeah. So I really enjoy those conversations. They're very satisfying. Yeah. That's good. So that's so, the helping part. So what were your... Um, oh, the jobs. Your career matches. Um, what did you match? The first one uh, was architectural or engineering manager. 
Oh, that makes sense. Like not actually an architect or engineer, no, just managing, managing the team. Yep. Uh, lawyer. Um, sales manager. Sales engineer. I don't know what that is. Ooh. Sales engineers sell complex and scientific and technological projects. Oh, I'd like actually really like that because it's more about solving problems than it is about like, hey, hey, hey here's my widget and my catalog about my shit. Looking for that trip to Fiji. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun, too. I don't like salespeople. Uh, that's it. That was it? <clears throat> yeah. What was your highest paying career match? Um, oh, this is funny. Actually, just one more. My, I don't understand this. Okay, so, so lawyers, 128,000. Jeez. Uh, architectural engineering managers, 152,000. Mm-hmm. Sales managers, 128. Sales engineers, 100,000. Top executive is my last one. Like that's oh apparently really? I'm geared to be a top, top executive. executive. <laughs> it's very vague. Uh, they plan strategies and policies to ensure that an organization meets its goals. Okay, that's fine. Ninety eight thousand dollars. That's your lowest. That's yeah. That's the lowest one. I don't understand wow. how a top executive makes less than a lawyer. My lowest is twenty nine thousand. <laughs> my highest. Well, these are artsy fartsy ones. They it's are creative ones. And fashion designer, you can make $77,000 a year as a fashion designer. Oh, yeah. I knew somebody who... Um, That's crazy. I met somebody once a while ago who was a fashion designer, an independent fashion designer, and she's like, uh, I, I joked about the belt thing, but but she literally told me, she's like, all I have to do is sell one belt to Macy's a year to to make my paycheck. So Because they'll just order it and order it's like, and order. It's enough. They, they buy so much for all their stores. It's enough to... to. But the hard part is actually getting that win. Like, it's a lot harder than it sounds. Oh, I'm sure it's hard. And, and if you fail, if I mean, you fail, you fail, you fail hard. Yeah, yeah. You, you're poor. But, like, this person would design... <laughs> yeah, they design and design and design all year long, and they might have a hundred things that they've created, but this just this one thing is the one thing that Macy's decided they wanted, Nordstrom's decided they want, or yeah. whoever the manufacturers are. So it's it's pretty competitive, and it can be pretty tough. When you were a kid, uh, what did you hope to grow up to be? Uh, I always wanted to be a veterinarian. Oh, well, that's so different than I would imagine you want to be. Yeah, I love animals. Because it's not helping people. No, it's helping animals. It's helping animals, and it's not selling. It's not building. It's not building. Nope. It's just helping animals. None of it. Just helping animals. That surprises me. Yeah. There was a point. I think... I think in our career choices or thoughts of what we want to do, we get a lot of outside influence we don't recognize. Sure. Um, and I've always been really good with animals. And I'm sure at some point my family said, you should be a veterinarian. You can make a lot of money doing that because they seem very concerned about a lot of money, making more money or having a good paying job, which is a fair thing to say as a parent. I also notice a lot of cute women <clears throat> work in veterinarian hospitals. Uh, well, that's not a problem for me anymore because I have the best, most beautiful. No, I know, but I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're right. You're right. I get you. It's one of those few places where you can go like, wow, there's a lot of, mm. there's a lot of pretty nurses and nurses quotes oh, in she, here. Like she's a horse rider, <laughs> an equestrian, it, an equestrian. It might be less satisfying, but you want to give it a try. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what? I'd say you started it. No, <laughs> I didn't it. go that far. <laughs> I'm a happily married man, Wes, and I'm not disappointed. I'm not a veterinarian. You ain't horse dogs to riding you to. All right. So, so I grew up with animals. We had rabbits, <laughs> we had dogs, we had chickens. Um, yeah. And so I always loved them. But then just the idea of like having to treat sick ones made me sad. So I decided that wasn't a good option for me. Mm-hmm. Like I love them. I don't want to be around them when they're dying. Yeah, that's the hardest part of watching an old dog or mm-hmm. some animal in pain or the, whatever. And then the families. Like maybe I might have actually found i really enjoyed it because i know the family struggle and i like helping people in that sense I'm sitting around waiting i hope a family comes in here with a dying dog I can't wait I till, can can't wait till the smith's golden retriever kicks the bucket <laughs> it's on its last leg put some strychnine in its kibble oh my god <laughs> all right now you're the animal serial killer that's right just so you can comfort families me and cruella de villa or just looking to murder puppies i just want to comfort families <laughs> job could i have that just, covered families it's such a creepy i just want to comfort <laughs> doctor or vet <laughs> what's gonna people really care about dead people but they don't really care about dead animals <laughs> that's so ridiculous that's funny it's good i think you found your career yeah i think it did yeah and now i sell furniture online <laughs> 
also, please check out my OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about that. I signed an NDA. <laughs> it's uh, OnlyFans.com backslash Backbeard. That John guy. Backbeard. Yeah, that backbeard John guy. At OnlyFans.com. <laughs> you can see all my Backbeard. I wonder if somebody's taken that John H. guy and used it in other places against my will. Do you do the Google? I do the Google. Um, <clears throat> so Google has a thing where if your name pops up, it'll send you an alert mm-hmm. saying that your name popped up in a news article or on some internet. Do you do that? No. I do that. And there is a Royal Mounted Police Officer by the name of Wes Olson, mm-hmm. who's like the sergeant or whatever of his providence mm-hmm. or what city in his providence or whatever. And so whenever his name is in a newspaper. Province. What did I say? Providence. Province. Whenever. Uh, thank you for correcting me on that. You And then laughing at me because I'm an idiot. <laughs> You're not an idiot. Remember my thinking was low. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to be too creative. Please do not ask me to organize. Because <laughs> I won't. Uh, whenever his name pops up, I get an email alert and I get to read all about his, what the stuff he's been doing. Are they good things? Is he a good Yeah, man? he's Is a good he guy. Good yeah, he's he's catching the Canadian criminals oh, left good. and right. Yeah, the the uh maple syrup thieves. Yeah, the maple syrup thieves. Yeah. What did someone someone call them something? Uh <laughs> the county mounty? <laughs> Sir uh oh, I'll find it. I thought it was funny. It was a it's a derogatory name with syrups. I forget what it was like a Almost like a racial slayer, <laughs> slur, but it was like syrupers or something like that. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Syrup. <laughs> Let's look it up. Let's see if we can find it. Uh, anyways, thanks for asking. I wanted to be. Uh, yeah, a- what do you want? <laughs> what do you want to do? What did you want to be? I wanted to be a businessman. <laughs> I really did. I wanted to wear nice suits and go into work. That's what. That's really funny. That's That's all I wanted to do. That's a pretty low bar. I wanted to wear a nice suit and then go into work. Why why did you want to wear a nice suit? I don't know. I thought being a businessman would be awesome. Like you're you're a businessman. What business do you do? Business. I'm in business. I'm in business. (laughs) Uh, That or a writer. But writing's hard. Writing is hard. Uh, I used to have a blog where I wrote all kinds of short stories. No one read them. No. No one read them. Do you have any that you think were really good that people should have read? I don't even know where they are right now. No, I would. I try to do. Um, uh, so, like, think of this was a good writing exercise. And so, I, this is how I wrote most of my short stories. Think of a one inch picture frame. <clears throat> okay. It's a really small picture frame. And whatever's in that one inch picture frame, you had to describe and make a story about. So, if it was a house or if it was a flower or if it was whatever. And it was just taking a small detail and just kind of blowing it up, mm-hmm. making something big out of it. So I would I would think of a, a character and a situation that would have to do with whatever I imagined this one-inch picture frame, and then I'd write a really, really short story about it. And I would try to do something that maybe had some action or had a cliffhanger, and it ended on a cliffhanger like you didn't know. Um you know, and try to try to exercise writing suspenseful stuff or action stuff, mostly those kind of things. Nothing romantic. That was that was that wasn't my that wasn't my jam. You didn't want to be a romance. I novelist. didn't want to do a kissing story. A novella. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> novella. There's a lot of action in novellas. Is there sexy? Action. I mean, sexy action. <laughs> a businessman. That's true. I want to be a businessman. <laughs> really I uh, we um. One of our weekly things that we do on our team meeting at work is we share pictures of what we did over the weekend. And um, my coworker Dave has some kids that are hilarious. And somehow fake mustaches came up. And he said that when his boys, <laughs> when his boys get fake mustaches, they put them on and then they walk around going, "I'm a lawyer. I'm a lawyer. <laughs> I'm a lawyer." They like they believe that all lawyers all have mustaches. mustaches? <laughs> well, they're going to be in for a rude awakening. I was like, you need to take your kids to Providence. <laughs> you go to Providence, the billboards will tell you all lawyers will wear gold chains. Vegas, you got to go to Vegas. There's lawyer billboards the, all over so the place weird. in Vegas. Got shot. Call Saul. <laughs> it's a good show. 
<laughs> Better Call Saul is a great show. It is a great show. Don't demean it. I'm not demeaning it. Okay, that's good. I like that show. That's good. I think you're. I think. I think. Uh, I think. I think. Lawyering. Lawyering. Yeah. Bird law. I think is in your. Uh, in your future. No, I don't think so. There's too much writing. Yeah. Yeah, there is. I just need to be able to stand in front of people and yell. Yeah, we well, can do that anywhere. Yeah, I know. And if you did it downtown Seattle, no one even bat an eye. No, not at all. Yeah. And then when I get thirsty, I'll just go steal a water. Yeah. And then or a beer. Yeah. And then if you just want to stand and also fold over and sleep while standing, you just smoke some fentanyl. Because <laughs> that's all they do downtown. They're just they're just folded over. That's unfortunate. Uh so John, that's an hour. That's an hour. Can you believe that? That went by fast. That was fun. That's quick. So uh, any uh, time flies when you're talking dicks. Yep. Oh. <laughs> so any last uh, thing that you want to talk about? Not dicks, please. Uh. So I will say. So here, for anybody who's listening that has younger kids. Yeah. My, I think. That I was think a I, hell of a segue, by the way. I know. <laughs> I well, who has kids in general? I think. My. I wouldn't be in the job I am now if I knew more about the world and the types of jobs out there. It doesn't mean I wouldn't be working for the same companies, but I would be doing something totally different. Yeah. But my worldview was very small sure, because of where I grew up and the information around me. But it's like when you talk about like computer science, like that, that's a pretty big industry. And there's a lot of jobs that support uh, like software engineers outside of just being a software engineer and actually understanding how businesses work and all the different roles that are filled yeah. would have been hugely valuable to me. Yep. And I just didn't know. So I pigeonholed myself and I ended up in sales, which was not my plan. Um, but you're a personable is sure. as much as you say that you're an introvert, you're actually a very personable person. Yeah. I know you have a limit. We all have a limit. Mm-hmm. Some are shorter, some are longer. Um, but I mean, you, you sit down with somebody, you can, obviously have a conversation and yeah for sure nonsensical and then but, but that's like kind of the point it's like it's not what i wanted to do for work i understand i just kind of fell into it yeah so i just i think it's important for parents to make sure that their kids are getting a lot of exposure it's like we talked yeah. about with with nate like just go do stuff yeah just go try it out man like you're gonna get a job if you get a job somewhere there's 10 other jobs related to that job you're doing that you might like better or worse than the job you're doing yeah. but at least you can see them and know what they're doing yeah and i said i told him i said you want to do something creative start going to a church because you know he wants to go to a church stuff like that i said mm-hmm. and then join the av team mm-hmm you know, and start figuring out what that's all about. And that might lead you into other places. Because oh, yeah. when I talk to Nathan about movies and videos and production, he knows so much because mm-hmm. he pays attention and he knows what's good and what's not good. And he, he, he knows a lot about stories. So I was sending him a lot of jobs about um, story stuff with Nintendo because mm-hmm. uh, they're local to Washington. Mm-hmm. And so I kept sending him stuff like, don't you remember you wanted to do video game stuff? If you like video games, go lean into it, man. Mm-hmm. Go, go call. If something looks interesting on any of these jobs here, mm-hmm. call them. And even if you're not qualified, say, what do I need to do to get qualified to do this job? Mm-hmm. I said, and then go do it. Yeah. Well, and video games is a good example of like, you're, if you don't know the industry, your view of what happens or what is involved with video games is there's like a storyteller and an engineer that makes the engines and somebody yeah. who does the design. Yep. Uh, but there's like a hundred other jobs all related to producing this thing that yeah. that you could be engaged with yep. that you don't know exist because you've never had the opportunity to look into it. Yeah, exactly. So I agree with you. That's good. That's good right there. I go, like that. Go get it. Go get it. Go get it. All right. Well, and then on that note, thank you everybody for listening to Beer, Bourbon, and Balderdash. Balderdash. Not only do we want your Satoshis, and the Satoshis go right back into this podcast for production and paying for all the things that we got to do to make this a show that you enjoy and love, uh, and for us to even get better, is your comments. Yes. So we want to, to chat with you. We want to know what you think. We want to uh, you know, just have an audience that we can interact with. Mm-hmm. So uh, if that's you, drop us a line. Send us an email. You can go to beerbourbonballerdash.com. And uh, there you can go to the contact page and you can send us an email. Uh, you can go to balderdashboys at protonmail.com. You can send us an email there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, just talk to us. Uh, I'm, a, I'm Wholesome Olsome at noagendasocial.com uh, on the Mastodon Network. So you can check me out there. 
or Fountain FM. You can boost us and leave us a comment. Uh, we'll reply, and we appreciate yep. all of those things. So, and I am that John H guy on almost every platform. Yeah. So if you just look at that John H guy, uh, you'll find Johnny No Pants. That's right. Don't forget that H though. Yeah. That other John. That John guy does not like it when he gets my mail. That poor guy. Poor guy. He probably doesn't even use it anymore. I bet you his last name was H and he couldn't get the that John H guy. His name's John Hansen. Oh, he was trying to get that John H guy? No, he he was that John guy and but he emailed me when he started getting my messages and he was really annoyed by it. And he's telling me I should like change my email and That's so funny. Why should I change my email? You're Why'd you change your email? <laughs> so does do you get his email? No. But people leave the H out. They're like that John guy because it's like H N H. So it it gets left out all the time. And so people email him. That's so funny. And I may have once or twice put his email in instead of mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it for us tonight, folks. Sorry, kids. Yeah. Uh, A beer burn in Balderdash. We thank you for listening and good night. Good night, John. Good night, Wes. Good night, Moon. Fuck. (laughs) So stupid.